what would a Dooney and Burke Disney challenge look like? <gasps> oh, this is exciting. Mm. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, okay. So one, because this is this goes with a concept we were talking about earlier today, right? Yeah, yeah. It would be to visit every single place that carries a Dooney and Burke bag yes. and maybe, I don't know, get a picture with one of the, the cast members there. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. Do it in one day. Mm-hmm. You could, we'll be looking up, up near 10 locations. Eight okay. to ten locations. Mm-hmm. Here's one. You get a Dooney and Burke purse, right? Yes. Like, like say, about the size of your Tiana. You yep. fill it up with potato salad. You have to eat all the potato salad by the end of the day. <laughs> that is such a Justin challenge. I can't ruin my bag by putting potato salad in it. Is there a bag within the purse so that the purse doesn't get ruined? There has to be or else you're ruining hundreds of dollars worth of purse. That's why it's a challenge. Oh, no. I don't like that challenge. The countdown has begun. The first Honey and Wine Festival is coming to the Magic Kingdom this summer of 2022. Featuring craft honey from around the multiverse, low wait times at your favorite Magic Kingdom attractions, and unlimited wine-style beverage provided by Franzia's boxed wine-style beverage. All in a fantastical and utterly bear-free setting at the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. Get your tickets today at easydizit.com forward slash honey and wine. Honey and Wine Festival provides no legal guarantee of a bear-free experience. No refunds on tickets due to bear infiltration or attack. Please do your part. Leave your bear at home. All right. Hello there, my friends. Welcome to the Easy Dizit Podcast, a podcast all about travel planning and Disney entertainment through the lens of mindfulness, behavioral health, and humor. I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast as well as a clinical social worker. And I'm Justin, a hyper nerd travel planner and a behavior analyst. And we have a quick question for our listeners today. Do you like our show? Take a second. Think about why do you like it? Thanks. Thank you. We heard that. That was really nice. That was nice. Would you mind taking a few moments out of your day and typing that out uh, in the form of an Apple podcast or an iTunes review? We would really, 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 really appreciate that. All right. So today on the show, we're finishing up our conversation with Ben. So Ben, if you tuned in last week, he did four parks in one day. Four parks in one day. He walked 17 miles. He had a ton of fun. And Justin had a bunch of fun nerding out with him about Disney. Before we dive into that, we've got news trivia with the tallest, least furry Muppet, (laughs) Justin. Hey, Autumn. Hi. That was a great intro this week. Thank you. I really enjoyed that. I wrote it. (laughs) You did a great job on it. And and I read it. (laughs) So yeah, uh, we talked to Ben last week. We're going to talk to him uh, in a little bit, finish up the conversation about his four parks in one day challenge. We've been talking a lot about challenges recently, uh, like in the cold opens, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which most of them I have not liked, but I (laughs) I did appreciate uh, you giving me an opportunity to create one today. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So speaking of that, and so like we were, you know, I've been thinking a lot about these challenges and these four parks in one day thing Mm -hmm. and um, been trying to get a Disney trip on the books for a little bit. So we were talking a little bit like what if what would it look like if we were to try this, if it were just you Mm -hmm. and I, Mm -hmm. like adult weekend trip right brief trip which which i've still only been to disney once and justin's been many times but he's always done longer trips so this was us looking at how do we do disney in a short trip you know like four days or less yeah and like as a travel planner i get like a discount on like a one-day ticket i get a free one-day ticket actually so that could be 
really economical if we could cram all that fun into one day. And so, yeah, what do you, th what, at first, I think you were a little hesitant about four parks in one day, but the more we talked about it, what do you think? No, I love the idea. I think it's a very fun concept. Also, I like competition and I mm -hmm. sense a bit of, uh, there's a goal, right? I'm very yeah. goal oriented. And uh, so I know I always love the idea of it. I didn't love the idea of doing that with a kid, yeah. a small <laughs> kid. And I didn't love the idea of doing that, of course, like when I was pregnant. Yeah. But, you know, outside of that. that now, this great. sounds terrible pushing a stroller. This doesn't sound like that would be fun. Pushing, pushing a stroller, stroller, pushing a child, just walking with a child inside yeah. of you. Yeah. yeah, it's too much. It's too much. So we kind of like, <laughs> we were like, you know, workshopping this in our head, like what it would look like. And we're kind of following Ben's pattern in terms yeah. of, I think he really nailed it in terms of park progression. Mm. Animal Kingdom, MGM, Epcot, Magic Kingdom. I think transportation-wise. When we, when you and I talked earlier today, I think we both agreed right away that Magic Kingdom would be better to do last at, at night, the end of the yeah, day yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, access to, you know, because we're making the considerations between when you're park hopping, to some extent that impacts the effectiveness of Genie Plus. Yeah, it's definitely a complicating factor, mm -hmm. right? Because mm -hmm, like we, so fair. we picked this park progression that we want to do. We want to do Animal Kingdom, uh, MG, uh, not MGM. So <laughs> we want to do Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, Epcot, Magic Kingdom. But if we're stacking or trying to stack um, lightning lanes for the end of the day or throughout the day, mm -hmm. it limits your choices. You mm -hmm. know, like if we're only going to be in Hollywood Studios for two and a half hours, and it's going to be tough to get the slinky dog that fits in that perfectly because right. you can't pick times with lightning lanes. It, yeah. You have to take the next available. So yeah, very, a lot of interesting things to think about. So what we kind of did today was we kind of like said, well, what would be our priorities? So kind of like setting mm. up a priority list and then kind of reacting to that in the moment. Right. If we do make it, I think that'll be the plan. Yes, exactly. And thinking about too, when you do a shorter trip versus a longer trip, that will likely impact like your uh, particular values for that trip. Yeah. And so that was the, I think the kind of bigger idea we were looking at too. Yeah. You know, like we're not going to do Disney to go and do everything. We're really going for like, you know, for some uh, great info for our show and yeah. for our listeners. Yeah. Right. And so there are certain things we're going to try to hit, which of course is not anywhere near everything, you know, um, and finding uh, a balance of like what we are content with yeah. um, and what the purpose of our trip is, is about. Yeah, I think exactly. I'm not going into this thinking I'm going to ride all my favorite rides. I'm going into this. My values here would probably be yeah, getting content for the show, getting information for my um, clients, mm -hmm. um, getting to spend time with you because yeah. we haven't done that. <laughs> we haven't had, you know, a no, vacation alone since we've had a kid, which is normal when you have kids. Yeah. But she's two and a half now and I'm ready for a vacation with you. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then trying new things, too. Like, I would like if we can stay at, you know, um, one of the boardwalk area resorts, yes. that would be cool. We're really pushing pushing for Beach or yeah. Yacht Club because they have the sand bottom uh, pool. Stormalong Bay. Stormalong yeah. Bay, which I had a trivia fact. Yeah. I tried to try to stump Justin. Oh, I did. Week. I think I was successful in stumping you last week I don't on think that. you've ever been successful in stumping me. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned. I mean, this we I plan a lot of trips uh, for ourselves that, that we don't go on. Mm -hmm. So I, right now, I'd, I you know I put this at a ten to twenty percent probability, mm -hmm. but uh, that doesn't mean we won't continue to plan it. <laughs> well, and the other thing we were thinking about is like I think we were thinking about this. We had like a general timeline.
deadline that's much sooner but I, I think the other like even when you're thinking about planning it's fine to plan and have an idea and if it gets pushed which things probably still likely will because we're in a we still are in a pandemic yeah um that's okay so that was the other thing Justin and I were talking about like this is totally a doable trip we just not might be able to do it like this summer yeah. you know for a variety of factors yeah. and that's fine but we can we'll definitely be able to do this trip like say in the next two years you, you know yeah yeah <clears throat> so I'd like to do it this summer though of course. <laughs> All right. So yeah, that's uh, that's our little little chat about trips. Yeah. You want to get into some highly suspect headlines? Yes, I think it's fair that I let you go first this week because last week. Uh, oh yeah, we, we got a lot. I, I told you, yeah, last week we moved things around and we got a lot of angry mail. Did we? Yeah, a lot of angry mail. Well, I'm interested to hear that mail back today. I deleted then. them. I didn't want to keep them. Oh. So I just deleted them instantly. But. <laughs> Um, so it was a, very angry, just because it was so angry. Oh. You know, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have this in my mailbag. Yeah. We got to keep this mailbag happy. That's right. But we should. Happy. The general consensus was we should never do that again. Okay. And uh, a couple people unsubscribe. Some people are filing complaints with the FCC. Oh, no. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um. So you want to get into highly suspect headlines? Why not? All right. <laughs> so, highly suspect headlines. That's how we do news here on the Easy Dizit podcast. Uh, I will read headlines, some of which may be true, some of which may be false. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the highly suspect <laughs> nature. Uh, Autumn will have to discover and determine and go ahead and tell us right. which she thinks is true and which is false. That's right. That's my job. That's your job. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. New Haunted Mansion trailer released. Oh, that's right. They're redoing this yeah, yeah. with those actors that you talked about. <laughs> uh, but I can't think of their names, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. Directed by Justin Simeon. That's right. Tiffany Haddish is in it. Haddish. Oh, sorry. Uh, Owen Wilson or that's Owen right. Wilson. Justin Simeon wrote Dear White People. Yes, If you did. haven't seen it, check it out. It's very good. That's on Netflix. Ooh, the trailer dropped. Mm-hmm. You didn't give a date. No, it would no. It's it just really, it dropped. Oh, it just it's dropped. So yeah, Rosario Dawson is like the lead. True. Oh, go, yeah. You I'm didn't, sorry. I'm gonna say it's true. You're saying it's true. I'm saying it's true. It's false. <gasps> <laughs> no new trailer. Oh no. You know what did drop though? What? A logo. They made a big deal about it. A logo? They for dropped the, the new logo for the movie. Is it just going to be the haunted? It's the haunted mansion. Yeah. It's the H with that's in the crest, like the crested crest No, it's, it's no? like a white and black haunted mansion. It looks like what you'd imagine a haunted mansion logo oh, would look like. Okay. Uh, and they made a big deal about it. So it's, it's right now it's Disney. They're doing the halfway to Halloween. So they're doing like a couple Halloween treats in the Wait parks. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm so, we haven't even had 60 degree day yet. And we're talking about halfway to Halloween when you just said that. My brain is like, <laughs> that's crazy though. I, yeah. I, I mean, again, like thinking about our weather, when you just said halfway to Halloween, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, still, I still feel like we're in like, it's been like fall yeah. weather, really. We've yeah. had like fall weather, but like they haven't gotten out of the winter yet. But I guess that's correct. <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, yes. They're, wow. They just released info about the, um, the the Halloween parties as well, and you'll be able to start booking those May 16th. So, Is the plan for the trailer or the movie to drop by this Halloween, do you know? I don't know when the trailer's coming out. Oh. The movie doesn't come out until next March. Oh, so not for yeah. this Halloween. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but that would be a good... They, p- p- dropping the trailer around Halloween would make sense if they had why are they? Yeah. Why are they doing a March release? I don't know. That's weird. I have questions for you, Justin Simeon. I, I trust you, but I've got questions. If you're listening, 
Uh, write in. Let us know. He was one of the guys that wrote in and said, stop doing trivia before headlines. It doesn't make sense <laughs> in terms of flow. He said that. So when like a renowned director writes in, you know, I'm gonna have to see that in writing, Justin. So you're gonna I have deleted to dig through your trash. No, I deleted that. Dig through your trash. Empty trash. Spam. Double clicked. Can't do it. Your social account. <laughs> uh, you want to hear the synopsis for the story? They also released an updated synopsis. I would love to. The film will tell a story of a doctor, played by Rosaria Dawson, and her nine-year-old son, who are looking to start a new life. When they find an eerily affordable mansion in New Orleans, they jump at the chance to change their lives. Little do they know that the house is already harboring some unexpected residents. When they discover that the mansion is haunted, they contact a priest, played by Owen Wilson, who will, who then, in turn, seeks the help of a scientist and a floundering paranormal expert, played by Lakeith Stanfield, and a French Quarter psychic, played by Tiffany Haddish. So mm. Tiffany Haddish is playing a psychic. And Interesting. a grumpy historian, played by Danny DeVito. Oh my gosh, this cast is going to be it's it's gonna like be a all good comedians. Movie. Yeah, it's going to be a good movie. Wow. No, I mean, I'm hopeful about it because I was disappointed at first when there was no Eddie Murphy. And yeah. that's like, our, you know how families have family movies? Justin and I have decided that in our household, that will be like every year we watch that probably a few times. We're going to have inside jokes when we go to the parks. We feel strongly about Haunted Mansions uh, and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yes, we both feel strongly about that. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the next highly suspect headline. I, I thought I did thought we both did. <laughs> Disneyland Paradise Pier Hotel to be reimagined with Pixar theming. True. This is true. Did you hear this? No. No. Yeah, this is true. I just I, th- I was thinking about the trivia I'd given you within the last few weeks about mm-hmm. Disneyland hotels mm-hmm. and how they're kind of older, mm-hmm. and it made sense. That yeah, they this might one wanna... needed to redo for sure. Mm-hmm. They had like a refreshing, but it wasn't like a retheming. And they just right. finished the Toy Story Hotel in Tokyo. Oh, that looks so cool. That one cool. we saw. That's yeah. Like we need. I, I think I, I do agree that I think the theming could be better in the resorts of Disney World. Yeah, I mean, I feel like most yeah, of the of resorts are be not. Better. I mean, it's, they're not like that. They're not like the rooms. When I'm thinking, I'm going to Disney in a room. Yeah. I'm thinking they're all going to at least be at the level of art of animation. Yeah. And most of them are gotcha. not. Gotcha. I see what you're saying. You know, and I just feel like you're picking. Your room should be immersive. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. I, I do feel like that's a general. Um, well, that would be your preference, and qualm. I think, it's a qualm. I have. Yeah, so that would be your preference. So, like when you when you go to book your trip, you're going to look for whimsical rooms, like yes. art of animation. But there yeah. are people that don't necessarily want that, and they're sure. they'd rather have the luxury of the Riviera, or if they're really into horses, um, Saratoga Springs. <laughs> Or upstate New York for all those people who just love upstate New York. Yeah. Saratoga Springs is great. Go to Florida to get your little upstate New York. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a bunch of cool things happening to Disneyland, you know, this summer. There, the Alexa is coming. The Hey Disney thing we talked about. Oh yes. You're gonna be able to say Hey Disney in your Disneyland hotel. That's funny. <laughs> and while Disney, while dates and details have not been revealed, uh, Disneyland did confirm that Oogie Boogie Bash is coming back. All right, ready for the third highly suspect headline? Yes. Bluey to bring first live show to theaters across the United States. Bluey? Bluey. Like the dog? Who's Disney? Oh, yeah, Bluey's Disney. First live show across the United States? Live Bluey. That's what the headline says. Yes, what? Yes, yes, you're excited? It's, or? it's true. This is true. Yay! Yeah, this oh, is good Oh, when news. are we getting our tickets? Did you buy them already? <laughs> I did not buy them yet. Oh, <laughs> our, if you haven't checked out uh, Bluey, 
you got to check it out if you're a parent. Doesn't even matter how old your kids are. Check it out. Yeah. It's a really cool show and is really like thoroughly for parents. Yeah, but kids love it too. And our daughter loves dogs, and this was the first show that she. Yeah, that she this is the first like, show she, she yeah wanted she to watch. Really wanted yeah. to watch. Yeah. yeah, it's really oh, it's really cute. Um, it's about this this family of four, this dog family. They're the healers. Yeah, and they're just living their best dog lives. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> a lot of it has to do with like playing and imagination and stuff, and it kind of gives relationships a lot of yeah, and relationships. It gives parents a lot of ideas on how to approach those things with their kids. Handling conflict, which yeah. we talk about yeah. here on the Easy Dizzit podcast. Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting. What are the deets? Uh, all right, so November 18th is going to be the first show, Madison Square Garden. Oh, wow. The Hulu That's Theater huge. at Madison Square Garden. I okay. think I have to say legally now. I want to, ooh, we got to look at the dates for that. November 18th. There's not multiple dates? Oh, it'll be three nights, November 18th. But you said it's all like, I'm wondering if what the other near dates would be like closest to us. Like, that is the closest to us. They're also going to go oh, to wow. D.C. Okay. and then up to Hershey and Philly. Oh. Uh, that'll be around Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, but then actually, they're coming back in April. So they're going all the way out west to California. So they're going all across the country. But they're coming back this way in April to play in Providence. So we'll probably go to that. That's the one we're going to. Yeah. And she'll be a little older, too, to yeah. handle the show. Yeah, yeah, we'll wait. She'll oh, be three. She's going to be she'll so... Be three. Oh, Justin, she's just going to be standing, making noises, shaking yeah. with excitement. <laughs> I think it'll be good. Abby! Yeah. Abby. <laughs> so, yeah, the Bluey is coming to live show. Thank you. Thank you, Bluey, from the bottom of our parental hearts. <laughs> Are you ready for the last headline? I am ready. All right. Second season of Book of Boba Fett. Rumored to include both Steve Gutenberg and Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> False. <laughs> Jason Schwartzman. Well, Elmo voice. That wasn't a very good Elmo voice. But, was, uh, I knew what you were going for. Yeah. <laughs> Am I correct that that's false? Um, yeah, that's false. I made that up. Okay. Uh, there's There should be a Steve Gutenberg and Jason Schwartzman and Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. I think they could make some good henchmen. I think mm. they'd be excellent henchmen. But no, there is someone rumored to be coming back into the Star Wars uh, universe. Oh, coming back. Coming back, yeah. Uh, so we checking out uh, my favorite rumor site, Giant Freakin' Robot. <laughs> Despite the name is actually often their predictions and rumors do come true. Huh. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett Season 2 is a full go, and Samuel L. Jackson <gasps> is returning to the Star Wars franchise. What? Yes, Sam Jackson. Oh, I'm in now. I'm You're definitely in? watching it. I All didn't right. really tune into the Boba Fett story. <laughs> now I will. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. He's dead. Like, Mace, he plays Mace Windu. Mace Windu, uh, the only Jedi Samuel with a purple Jackson's lightsaber. Character. Yes. He's dead. <gasps> He's dead. But okay. he also killed Boba Fett's father. Mm. Jenga Fett. Mm-hmm. So there might be like a flashback kind of situation. Or is he not really dead? I'm pretty sure he's Could dead. He not be dead? I, also, I it's Star that, Wars, so it depends on timeline, right? I mean, well, yeah, no, this is well after he's dead. Yeah, oh. he died during the Clone Wars, and this is after Star Wars. So I just want to, I'm not familiar with his character, so I, I want to talk to you more about this character with the purple sword. I guess we could watch some Star Wars movies I if you want. <laughs> I wouldn't if be averse gonna, to that. Yeah, if you're really going to like tie me down on yeah. it. <laughs> I mean, it's prequel, but it's Star Wars. We could okay. watch the Rift Tracks versions. They're, they're, oh, it makes it much better. If you're listening, please don't. Don't even ask what Rift Tracks is. Don't oh, do, tune it into out. it if you haven't. Oh, no. If you like to laugh and you like bad movies, <laughs> check out Rift Tracks. So that's all my highly suspect headlines. 
Well, Justin, I'm going to give you an A+. Thank you. I think you did a great job, and I enjoyed the trivia. Thank you. It was good. It was, you had a, like, it was a really interesting mix today. I thought so. I liked it. It was a good news week. Yeah, it was was a good good news news week. week. I loved the variation you had there. And give me, like, some Disney Plus news, too. (laughs) I don't, I don't know that that's happened yet. All right, so now it's time for uh, one of the best parts of Easy Does It Podcast, which is the A Stumps J segment. It's funny, a lot of the mail that I got did say it was the best. They're like, you should do more of this. Like, do more trivia. Yeah. But just... Just do highly suspect headlines first. Oh, it's very important to the I flow see. of the show. Okay. That's that was Justin Simeon's note. I see. I see. Well, well, we we here at the Easy Does It podcast like to take in feedback and then we'll filter out uh, what works for us, what we think is, <laughs> think is important. <laughs> so we'll see. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate all that feedback. All right. So now it's time for A Stumps J. Mm-hmm. And this is A Stumps J because. A for Autumn, I'm Autumn, my husband Justin, I try to stump Justin mm-hmm. with uh, trivia and um, fun, weird, interesting facts related to all things Disney World, Disneyland, Universal, etc. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to dive right in today. Let's go. So you ready for the first one? I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> Visitors to Disney World drink a lot of soda. I bet they do. How many... Beverages of soda are consumed in Disney World each year. Each year. Mm-hmm. How many beverage beverages are consumed? Okay. All right. Easy. Mm-hmm. No problem. You can figure out this. Math. I'm go- well. First thing I'm going to do is just <laughs> estimate capacity for mm-hmm. all four parks, which should be easy to do considering Disney doesn't publish that data. <laughs> um, and I'm going to say I don't know, eighty thousand people. Let's make this easy on myself. 50,000 people visit the park a day. Everyone has one soda on average. So that's 50,000 a day times 365. Mm. Um, let's do 400. You could get paper if you want to. <laughs> you want to be that dedicated to it. Uh, 200 million. Let's say 200 million is my best guess. Okay. A little less than that, actually. A little less than that? <laughs> that's 20 million. Did I miss it? The decimal point. That's. I'm gonna give you. This is like. You, there's. I don't know how you would get this number. Uh, Seventy-five million. Okay. Yeah. So right, you might have over the. Uh, you did full capacity, right? Which parks aren't always at full yeah, capacity. Yeah, I don't so know. You, that made sense. There was a lot of seventy-five was million. What one Which of my favorite politicians <laughs> called fuzzy math. That yes. Was, there was a lot of fuzzy math involved there. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. do a lot of fuzzy math because math is historically been a little more difficult for me. So. Okay, now, some of you listening might not know that you can actually camp at Disney World. You can camp at this wonderful resort called Fort Wilderness uh, Lodge. Is Is it resort or lodge? Uh, The campsite at Fort Wilderness. Campsite at Fort Fort Wilderness Campground. There we go. There we go. So my fact for you, trivia, Justin, how many acres is the Fort Wilderness um, site? Uh, It's pretty big. It's on Bay Lake, right across from the Magic Kingdom. Um, it's very large. It's so large that it has its own internal transportation system. Mm-hmm. When it was first created, it actually had its own train. Did but it really? Yeah, they discontinued the train because it gets stuck all the time. Oh, that would have been so cool. You'd like train in. Yeah, you can still see the campsite. tracks out there in the woods. That's cool. I'm stalling here. You uh, are. I'm going to say, what do you want this in? Acres? Acres, yeah. Acres? How many acres? Okay, it's more than five <laughs> and less than 500,000. It, that is true. I'm going to say 3,500 acres. 
750. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm bad with spatial things. I have no clue what anything is. Okay, 750 acres. 750 acres. That's, that's wild, yeah. right? That's just Fort Wilderness. Yeah. That's not any other... Like, but again, it's just so interesting to think about how much land yeah. Disney ac- occupies. What is the, you know? It's the 30... I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, it's I agree. Lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Are you ready for number three? Yes. Okay. What percent of Disney World is dedicated to greenery. What percentage of Disney World is dedicated to greenery? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, there's a lot of swamp land down there still. There's still a lot of trees and stuff and forests. Uh, let's say 60%. Hmm. So you're saying 60% of all of Disney World is greenery? Sure. That's exactly That's what I'm saying. Okay. What's the actual right, so number? The, so the answer is 12%. Oh, wow. Come on, Disney. So Disney World isn't only about rides. It really enjoys creating a beautiful space. So there are... For 12%. So 12% of the park or 4,000 acres. So 4,000 oh, acres. Of the parks? Yes. So Not, 12% of all of Disney World. Oh, I still thought, thought it would have been higher. It would have been that. higher than that. Yeah, yeah. Is, is greenery. But that's 4,000 acres. When I put it in acres, I'm like 4,000 acres of the parks wow. are taken up and uh, taken care of by gardeners, by landscapers. So that equates to about 3,000 football fields. Oh, greenery, like manicured greenery. Shubber, I thought you meant like trees, like how much of Walt Disney World oh, is just trees. trees? No, well, it's like under undeveloped like forest. You're talking about grass, oh, flowers, okay. gotcha. like twelve. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a big number then. Twelve percent. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of maintenance. three thousand football fields of greenery. Wow. <laughs> so there's a specific horticulturists, and they have actually have different ones that come in and out, and they have ones that come in every year to plant different things. So there's a total of about three million. Three million annual plants. Wow. If you were to add them up, which is just... Yeah. All right, are you ready for number four? I am ready for number four. All right, this is a cool one. What can you get free when you visit the parks? You can get a button for free. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> the celebrating button. Yes, that's it. That's that's the one you're that's going for? That's it, yeah. You can also get ice water for free. So I did this because I almost thought it was too easy that I thought yeah. you were going to like this over and be like, this is going to be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, when you go to the parks, but many people might not know this, I didn't know this, you um, can get a free button. And um, there's ones that have all sorts of special occasions, like babe, you know, if you're they pregnant, your first birthday. No, they got rid of those. All they have now are just the basic it says I'm celebrating and you have to write it in yourself. Oh, oh, yeah. that's right. I, you know, I know I had to write. That's right. I did when we went. And I'm I was pretty sure. Out. I think they got but I thought there I could was, be wrong. I thought there were some that they do Hopefully have. not. They should have a birthday button. Your first trip. And so that's really nice because what Disney does that's special is, is that they have the ability to give you a little pixie dust, which is just Disney magic. Mm-hmm. And so if you have one of these buttons, you know, on your bag, on your shirt, wherever it's visible, oftentimes that will get you some extra pixie dust yeah. which could be in the form of like we got a few free drinks when yeah. i was there yeah. It desserts be, yeah desserts um sometimes i imagine like i don't know um going back to um fast passes maybe even certain yeah. fast passes at times yeah. you know or if you had to like you wait longer or there was something else that wasn't like too disney standards and they notice that you're having one of those so always a good idea yeah. and i think there's something. never yeah you you know and there always can be something you're celebrating right. so i'm gonna say like you want some pixie dust 
go um at, where do where could someone get these just guest these services pins? yeah okay. head right over to guest services so or where would also that be in the in the park it's in a different spot in every park mainly okay. in the magic kingdom it's right there at town hall i want to say or the fire station right there when okay. you first go in or if you're checking into a disney resort you can uh, mention it then often they have some at the front desk oh perfect okay yeah. great so yeah get yourself a pin take two seconds right whatever you want to celebrate on it yeah um again uh, birthday, new job, whatever it is. Keeping the uh, same job. Rock it. Keeping the same job because we know Celebrate that not that getting is... fired. <laughs> That's small wins, yeah. right? Small wins. But people really will note. And even it was nice too because other park goers, you know, will notice and say something. Like I saw other people, oh my yeah. goodness, it's so nice. It's your first trip. Like people do notice yeah. and, and like to spread that dust just themselves. So it's a nice, it's a nice thing to do. And you almost guaranteed to get some kind of extra pixie yeah. dust from it. Yeah. Something's going to come from it. Yeah. If yeah. you, yeah. Put on a pin. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good idea and it's free. <laughs> easy dizzit. Put on a pin. <laughs> hey, you could celebrate easy dizzit. Just write easy dizzit on the pin. <laughs> and that gets our name out there. Yeah. And then um, I'll send you a sticker. There we go. <laughs> Maybe some uh, uh, Mickey shaped Rice crispy Treats or dog biscuits if you have a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Um, <laughs> what is uh? All right, we don't I have guess mail. We don't have mail back this week. Well, apparently we had a lot of angry mail back this week. Oh, that's right. I deleted all the mail back this week. There was it was so overflowing with angry comments about doing trivia before news mm-hmm. that I just I had to do a bulk delete. So mm-hmm. if you wrote in this week, I apologize. I had to delete it. Please write in and we'll talk about it next week. Just resend what you sent. That sounds good. Uh, thank you all and stay tuned for part two of Ben, who again did all four parks in one day. One day. And inspired us to do the same. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> okay. So um, stay tuned to listen to more of that. At the 2020. Hey, you. Yeah, you. It's me, Winnie the Pooh. I hacked these easy dizzit jerks, and I'm broadcasting this audio on a bear-only frequency. I'm going to make this quick, because I ain't got a lot of time. I'm putting a crew together. I need the best of the best, the strongest and the sharpest bear criminals. If that's you, get in touch real soon. We're going to be taking a little trip to the Honey and Wine Festivals of 2022. I hacked this fool's website, too. Go to easydizit.com forward slash I'm really a bear to sign up. Or just email the jerk at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. I got access. When we left off last time, we were talking with Ben, who is eight hours and two parks into a 15-hour four-park day. So from here on, we're going to go into Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Let's see what happens. Yeah, that was my Hollywood Studios. So at that point, I guess it's three, it was about 3.30. Mm-hmm. And I had done every major attraction at Animal Kingdom, minus Everest, mm-hmm. um, Star Tours, Ogas, and Smuggler's Run. Love it. And it was like 3.30. So at this point, tell me what, what's your thought process here? Are you, are you, were you planning on leaving? You said Epcot already, so you wanted yeah. to go to Epcot. I knew I had to go to Epcot. And I also, at that point, I should say with the lightning lanes, mm-hmm. um, you know, the way the Genie Plus where it's like you can book one 
as soon as you tag in or as soon as you kind of badge into the last one, you can get another one. Right, right. Um, and also, once it's been two hours since your last choice, you can get another one. Right. So at a certain point, I started banking lightning lanes for Magic Kingdom uh... because I knew Epcot. I, I also had the, I guess, shout out to the touring plans, guys. I yeah. had... I, I had the subscription to touring plans, so I would I could look at the Epcot data and see like okay I want I know I wanted to go on um, Spaceship Earth and the Mexico Boat Ride like those are the two that I wanted to do yeah and so I could see on there that like hey by like five six o'clock those are like under twenty minutes yes yeah. so no need for lightning lanes at that yeah. point for there so I started just banking like late in the night Magic Kingdom lightning lanes so smart and just kind of was like all standby Epcot and just kind of enjoy my time there and not worry about rides. I don't really care about Test Track and obviously Guardians isn't open yet. Um, so yeah, so I decided to walk. So it's 3.30. I decided to walk from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. And I think people might skip that or might not might want to just take the bus. You can also take the water. Uh, mm-hmm. There's like boats. Um, but I would really recommend actually that people who haven't done it before take that walk. Yeah. It's a really pleasant time <laughs> yeah See, i've it's never actually, taken the walk but i love the idea of being in control like you, you don't have to mm-hmm. worry about waiting for the bus you know how fast you walk and that's how long it's going to take yeah and i guess i guess uh context or <laughs> disclaimer i'm also i'm like six four uh go. two <laughs> two fifty two probably two sixty after this trip but uh i mean i can move i can walk pretty fast and also i can make my way through crowds pretty easily because mm-hmm. i'm just like nope get out of my way um <laughs> So, so that probably helps some of my timing on this, <laughs> but yeah, that walk is really pleasant, probably really pleasant after two drinks plus a free one at yeah, Ogus. <laughs> you're floating a little um, bit. <laughs> yeah. You just got, but like you just, it's, it's, you walk down along that little lake or lagoon. You can see tower of terror kind of towers above everything, which is really cool. And then you go through the boardwalk. I think it's called the boardwalk resort area. Right. You get that boardwalk on the left and uh, yacht clubs on the right mm-hmm. yeah and that's and if you i mean at 3 45 in a day in a regular day like it's empty like there yeah. was no one so yeah. i was just kind of alone walking the boardwalk this is really nice day and it, you've been just been you know super crowded parks for right. a while so it's kind of this break from people to a little decompression so it's just a really pleasant experience and then you kind of get to a point where you walk into the back entrance of Epcot, which people might not even know exists, that there is a, there's actually two entrances entrances at Epcot. One is in the back by, in between Paris and the UK. So I came in that gate, which has like no security, I mean, it has security, but it's no no wait. You know, you go right through the security, right through the, you know, you don't have to wait to badge in. It's just very, you know, there's like no one there. Um, The uh, International Gateway, right? International Gateway, yeah. The Skyliner drops off there now. Yeah, yeah. And so that was a... I mean, it's probably like a 20 to 30 minute walk, but it was basically right at 4 p.m. I'm entering Epcot, kind of like halfway through now, having done both the first two parks. Awesome, awesome. So you're already, so I'm up to, I'm counting here. We've we've experienced 11 attractions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's 4 o'clock. And it's 4 o'clock. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and there's more to come. <laughs> and there's more to come, yeah. And so I, I did the World Showcase. I just kind of, and this, this was probably, if I had any regrets, is that I, I probably could have spent more time at the world showcase i was this was the point in the day where i started to feel a little pressure of like mm-hmm. oh i i sort of now i'm in mm-hmm. now i can't mm-hmm. just now i have to i have the lightning lanes for magic kingdom mm-hmm. i made it this far i kind of feel like i have to do this yes so 
Um, I did a, a walk around the world showcase. I didn't ride anything. The Remy's and the Frozen people know the lines yeah. are, are pretty hefty on that. I'm, I'm curious. I mean, Remy's I get. I'm not sure why they're Frozen. Is it just because kids like the it? Kids and I, I think the um, hourly capacity isn't that mm-hmm. great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, every kid wants to go on that ride as well. Yeah, because it, it seems like the weights for that are always pretty crazy. And I, I had done that. It's a retheming of what the old boat ride was, right? That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, so no I had done ride. it before when I was a kid, so I wasn't that anxious to do it. Um, so yeah, kind of a leisurely, somewhat, or not leisurely, somewhat fast-paced walk around the world showcase. I like had a dessert in Norway. Um, I did one of the margaritas at the tequila thing, the Cava yeah. del Tequila at yeah. uh, Mexico. I've heard great things about that place. Yeah, I mean, they're pricey, like, I mean, 18 or 19 bucks yep. uh, for a margarita, which seems a little crazy. That That is a little heftier than what I'd pay here, but <laughs> but um, it's, it, was, it was really good. Um, and I, again, not much of a wait uh, at that particular point of the day. I think I waited like five minutes to get into the bar. Kind of so a looped world showcase, and then I hopped in to line for Spaceship Earth, yes. which again, I haven't done since I was 12 years old. Yes. Um, which is does I know that I think they put the the update on hold for that, but it seems like it's it's, it's about it. time. Yes. It's so great. It's so great still. Um, but when Judy Dench is like the World Wide Web is changing, you know, you're like, okay, nobody <laughs> says that anymore. Uh, Dame Judy Dench. Yeah. Um, yeah. The last time I went through it, I went through uh, with my wife, and I never realized how Eurocentric that ride is until yeah. I ride, until I rode through it with a black woman who is like a diversity, equity, and inclusion sure, yeah. <laughs> coordinator. I'm like, oh, wow, they need to change some things here. Yeah, 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 I can see that. It's, yeah, maybe not quite as bad as Jungle Cruise, but, right, but exactly. yeah, it's, 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 it definitely is, is in need of many updates. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Love the ride though. Yeah, no, it's so fun. And it's just, it's, it's again, it's every, like everything about Epcot, right? It's just like this, gear shift from up here thrill rides yeah. you know star tours smugglers run coaxium yes uh and then you get to epcot and you're like wow like i can just have a beignet and like <laughs> take us take a casual boat ride through fake mexico and the, you know it's just so great um so i did that and then i, I went to a uh, figment journey to imagination yes almost uh, I, I mean I, I don't know if I'd actually done that one as a kid I can't remember I, it didn't seem familiar to me as I was writing it mm-hmm. so I don't know if the timing worked out that I hadn't been on that before you know as an adult you're kind of like this is pretty silly but it is just kind of a you know I walked on because there's no yeah. one there so you yeah. just kind of jump the line I know there's a lot of figment stands out there so I, don't wanna... <laughs> I experienced that for the first time with uh, my wife when we went in 2019 she's not big into the thrills yeah so we did a lot of um uh, a lot of rides that I hadn't done in the past. And I I am, is it Eric Idle on there? Am I saying the right actor? The British dude. That sounds right, yeah. Eric something. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of him. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I enjoyed the ride. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely like worth doing if you're doing a whole day at Epcot, you know? Yeah. Or like even if you're, if you're doing what I did where you're only going to be there three or four hours, but you don't want to wait for, you don't want to burn time waiting. Yeah. If you want low standbys, I think, and you want to like experience... Epcot nostalgia, spaceship yeah. journey to the imagination. Yeah, keep Epcot weird and all that. Yeah, yes. and, I, and, and, and I considered Soren, but I've done Soren in California, and I also maybe it's also why the Avatar ride doesn't like what didn't like blow me away. Blow me away is like I I don't know Soren Soren also doesn't like blow me away really. So um, I, you know I didn't feel the need to like try and figure 
how to squeeze that in either. So, so after those two rides, I did uh, dinner at the fish and chip shop. I wanted to go into the pub, but they were full up on res. I didn't realize it was reservation only at that place. Okay. Um, the walk-up line was full, so I just did the like quick service option. Fish and chips, ate right there on. You know, there's like some tables behind there that are like yep. right on the water. Yeah. No one's there. Um, little kind of like a secluded spot. Just kind of had like a quiet uh, dinner, fish and chips, and then kind of looped back around the opposite way. Oh, I did go into France to get a beignet. Got to replace these calories. You're walking yeah, there's, a lot. Oh, I know. I, the <laughs> calories I had on this day. Um, I, I did. I did. I did. My my final step count to get ahead of myself was like thirty two thousand. Yeah, you need um, to replace so, those calories. That's right. Yeah, so that's okay. I, I got a uh, so a friend of mine had been like a month before and said there was like a creme brulee beignet thing mm-hmm. at the at the France Pavilion to get that. So I got that. That was really good. Looped back around and did. Uh, the Mexico boat ride, the yep. three caballeros. Yep. Did that, and by that point, I think it was about seven fifteen, seven thirty. Can I ask you about that ride? Yeah. So um, I went on that the last time I was there too, and you mentioned six four. Yes. <laughs> not the boats for taller dudes. No, no, not that. You know, I mean, frankly, even like Space Mountain, yeah, to me gets pretty. And like Big Thunder, to some extent, starts to feel pretty like yeah. I like there are parts on Big Thunder where I can very easily reach up and hit and touch stuff, you know. Um, <laughs> right. right. Uh, so yeah, that yeah that boat ride pretty cramped. Uh, none of them are as bad as the Matterhorn at Disneyland. That's actually the worst one. When I you're believe in the little that. sled thing. Yeah, um, I believe that. Yeah. I have a bad back too, so like that. <laughs> that's a rough one. That is a rough ride. That was um, clearly built many decades ago you can feel the decades on that actually i this this is a total tangent but i actually last time i was on the matterhorn i actually got stuck on we got stuck midway through okay and we got stuck in with they we had to wait over an hour stuck in and they wouldn't let us out of the little thing so i was in the little sled kind of folded up for an hour because if it doesn't break right the fire department at disneyland has to come out and like latch the car to the track so that it doesn't slide and then let you off so um but i got a walk off and i got to take the elevator through the matterhorn all right underneath where like the scaffolding and all that is so not many people see that so that i guess it's kind of it was kind of worth it but it was not unpleasant anyway um did the Mexico boat ride and then took the monorail to the Magic Kingdom and I uh, I have my timestamp here that I arrived about like 7.40, 7.45 How are you feeling at 7.40 now? I was feeling at that point like uh, I would say at that point I was feeling the like should I have stayed at Epcot longer oh. like I was having so much fun there oh. and started feeling like maybe I should have done another loop through World Showcase and taken it slower Okay, um, because and at the same time, I was feeling like, I, I think my first lightning lane was for like 750. Okay. So I was like, and it was like 750 to 850. So I easily could have stretched it. But um, I also, you know, one of the reasons I did this was just because I love, you know, all the like design elements of these places and, and all the behind the scenes stuff, just wanting to like refamiliarize myself with Disney World because I hadn't been in so long. Mm-hmm. And so there was a part of me that was like, I want to I want to figure out how to get from Epcot to Magic Kingdom for next time. How yeah. to, how to, how are these places laid out that I can't remember, that I don't remember from being a kid. So I was feeling this pressure of like, I do want to go to Magic Kingdom. I kind of want to stay at Epcot. This is so great. Yeah. Yeah. But I, and, and, and I was starting to feel the, the, 
Uh, I think by that point, the Ogus drinks were wearing off and I was starting to be like, okay. But that beignet was still in your stomach. Yeah, the beignet's in your stomach and you're like, oh. All right, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Can I make it? <laughs> I think transportation-wise, though, you're, you're, you're kind of killing it. That bus ride really worked out for you. Mm-hmm. Then you got to do a nice walk and now you're hopping on the monorail. Yeah, I mean, in all, all told, it's probably I spent less in a, you know, a, I guess a... 16 15 hour day at the parks i spent less than an hour on transportation between parks so that's that feels efficient i guess for sure no that yeah transportation between parks can be such a time sink yeah yeah and i'm sure especially on at busy literally peak times you know you might have to wait a bus Mm -hmm. you know you might not be able to get on one um, if it's full or whatever so yeah so then i arrived at um magic kingdom and i basically knocked out all the big ones i did big thunder i did or all the big ones i guess that i'm really fond of which is big thunder is my favorite i think of the sort of classic disney you know pre-star tours i guess attractions i just love big thunder so good and this was one of your banked lightning lanes yeah i had a lightning lane for that and that had been picked way earlier in the day like probably when i went to like star tours or even maybe still animal kingdom Mm -hmm. like um you know pick that I did Pirates. I actually had a lightning lane for Pirates that I ended up not using because I let I got off Big Thunder and walked around to see what the line for Pirates was like. And it was like, there was basically no line. Got it. It was like five minutes. So I was like, you know what? I'm here. I might as well hop on it now. Yeah. So I got on it, did it, and then... Um, did uh, grab a Mickey pretzel because yes. uh, you have to. Yes. And that was also like halfway through the pretzel. You're like, <laughs> this is a lot of carbs. Did you opt for the cheese? No, I did okay. not do the cheese. Okay. Uh, I'm not a big like cheese with pretzel guy. So, but yeah, that probably would have been more calories. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I did the Haunted Mansion, which um, that was my other kind of thing I really wanted to do on this trip because when I went to Disneyland a couple years ago, it was closed for refurb. Okay. So I hadn't, didn't get to do it on that trip. So I hadn't done it since I was a senior in high school. So I really wanted to do Haunted Mansion. So Gotta get Lightning it. Lane, yeah, it's it's great. And I think I think of, of the attractions, the kind of Magic Kingdom attractions, I think it's the one that is better than the Disneyland version. Oh, really? That means, I, 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 you know, not to drop another, I, there's probably more people who are like Disney World people yeah. who listen to this, but I think Big Thunder, Pirates, um, and Space Mountain, I kind of prefer the Disneyland version. Oh, definitely. Um, but you think Haunted Mansion, you like Disney World better? I think I like the Disney World one. I like the exterior at the, and this is only from having done the ride-throughs, because I've never actually been on the Disneyland one. Okay. But it seems like it has a little more to it. Um, I think there's an extra room. In, or like an extra scene I can't remember the but D- Disneyland goes into the attic and there's the hat box ghost excuse me Justin I must interject Ben is indeed correct Florida has some additional rooms that are actually part of the ride the library the music room the conservatory and the maze like stairs while Disneyland does have the hat box ghost both rides have an attic scene I don't know, something about the way the one at Disney World is designed and where it's placed feels mm, better to me. Mm, I don't know. Mm. Um, anyway, where was I? Oh, Space Mountain. Yeah. So then I, then I, the, that, at that point, I come off Haunted Mansion and uh, the fireworks are starting. Yeah. They, I went all the way around to get on Space Mountain because I don't care about fireworks. <laughs> I, I don't, I've seen, if you've seen one fireworks show, I feel like you've kind of seen them all. Yeah. So uh, I basically, 
worked my way through the crowd to get to Tomorrowland because I knew the line for Space Mountain would be pretty, you know, yeah, pretty chill. Hopped on that, uh, was able to, towards the front, they start asking you if you're a single rider. So I was able to kind of skip the last, like, third. Nice, nice. Uh, so Road Space Mountain, again, I think I like the Disneyland one better, but I do like the, like, launch theming. Not launch, that's a different thing, but, like, the takeoff part a little better, the Disney World one. But I think I like everything else better at Disneyland. <laughs> anyway, I went to Cosmic Rays because I wanted to see Sunny Eclipse. Yeah, I saw um, that here. Icon that he is. <laughs> Uh, and then I made maybe my biggest regret of the whole day was because I got on the Carousel of Progress. It was like 945. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the Carousel of Progress is open. This isn't a Disneyland. Let me hop on it. Yeah. Um, so I got on that and uh, kind of regretted it. <laughs> Tell me about why you regretted that. <laughs> it's a little smelly. <laughs> okay. Um, By the end of the day, there's definitely some accumulated funk. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, like a, it's like a weird smell of like Florida BO and like, <laughs> like motor oil from the animatronics i think um, i mean it's it's you know it's fine yeah um it, you know it's, it's not really about the ride but it is long it's like yeah. by the time you wait you know i waited a couple minutes for it to start it's like 20 minutes long yeah and i was like shoot this was my if i had you know in retrospect reallocated that time i probably could have done like you know i probably could have swung like doing muppet vision or okay. the indiana jones stunt show which i really love mm. From when I, I remember that, that made a big impression on me as a kid. So that was something I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, so uh, when I originally read this and you made that note here that you maybe shouldn't have done Carousel of Progress, I yeah. was like, this guy's a jerk. He doesn't know what he's yeah. talking about. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the way you just described it in terms of like a day where you're really trying to maximize on your favorites, it is yeah. a long attraction. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it did. It did. And, and in fact, actually, at, at one point when I first went on, I was like, this is it. I'll do this and then I'll call it a night. We uh-huh. had a... Um, uh, like a nine, like an eight forty-five a.m. flight the next day, so we were gonna have to get up at like five thirty in the morning, and by this point it's like ten. Yeah. So I'm already know I'm pushing it, my luck here. So I'm like I should probably call it soon, um, and I've kind of hit everything. So when I came off of Carousel of Progress, I was like, no, I gotta purge. I gotta like, <laughs> I gotta like have one last. I can't yeah, end back on here. that. Yeah, sure. So I walked over to Big Thunder and hopped on, which is again my fa- I love I love I don't know why I love Big Thunder so much. Um, it's just something about it I just find like to be the most pleasant ex- like I just yeah. feel like I'm smiling the whole time yeah. it's just like such a pleasant experience it's the wildest ride in the wilderness well there's that <laughs> yes there is that um, and it, it is also it is fun you know that I think that ride in particular you know it is different from the Disneyland one and it's kind of different in fun ways you know like there it's not I don't think worse or better necessarily it's just there are there are like slight differences that, in between the two Although I, I really like the views because of Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, you get kind of a cool view when you come over the top of mm-hmm. like Galaxy's Edge, mm-hmm. which you don't get at Disney World. But still, it's just such a great ride. Um, so I did that one last time, and I did have to wait probably like 15. This is actually my, probably my longest standby line of the day. I waited like 15 or 20 minutes to get on that so. last time. <laughs> so it's so tough. Um, and then I, I went to Main Street and kind of like did some shopping and ended up taking longer than I thought. Uh, and then left or had to take the monorail out to the TTC and to where the lift pickup is and got a Uber lift whatever at like 1130 so all in all 8 a.m. to 11:30 p.m. and I don't know. You were keeping track at one point, is it, but like, is it 17? Am I right? That sounds that probably sounds right. Like 17 <laughs> attractions, maybe if you count. And if you, I don't know if you count like you know, and if you don't count some of the like you know, the, plus the World Showcase, which is kind of its oh, own. Right. Just being there is its own attraction. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, very exhausting. Final step count, 31,898, <laughs> 17.2 miles. So I actually, I did run a half marathon a couple years ago Yeah. Um, before COVID. And uh, that was my previous step record holder day. Um, uh, so this, I actually broke <laughs> my step count record for a day, <laughs> beating the time I ran a half marathon. Wow. So <laughs> wow. that's, uh, yeah. So, uh, all right. So you're a runner. What were you wearing for footwear this day? I was actually wearing Brooks running shoes. There you go. So, running shoes are great. Um, I actually don't run anymore because I had some uh, injuries. Um, so I'm, I'm actually not supposed to run anymore, unfortunately. And I will say I did kind of train for this in a weird way. When we made this decision, kind of after Christmas, I was like, I am not in theme park shape. Like right. you, you know, if you walk, even on a on a lighter day, you're going to walk like, I don't know, eight, nine miles probably. Yeah. At yeah. A, like a good, 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 easy easy to hit that yeah, um, not easy. that hard so i started kind of like doing more walking uh with my dog to kind of like build up so i actually started building slowly built my way up to like doing like six mile walks a couple times a week with the dog because i was like i need to my i need my body to be better for walking mm -hmm. which was not again i had, did not have this plan at that point i was just like just for going to universal and going to disney world for one day i was like i need to be with better walking yeah. shape or i'm gonna be hurting absolutely and we should probably just get out more so I sort of weirdly tra trained for this, like it was, I, <laughs> you know, kind of not knowing that I would be able to be doing this. Yeah, no, that's, I'm glad you did. Uh, and training, I mean, especially for families, I always recommend, make sure your kids can walk a couple miles with a smile on their yeah. face before you make them yeah. walk nine miles in the hot Florida definitely, sun. Definitely, definitely, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, the hot, yeah. It, it was also, I got lucky on this day. There had been a cold, a weird cold front in Florida the weekend. Oh yeah, so this yeah. Was, this was a Monday, which probably also helped. I, although I, I saw someone say on the Reddit somewhere that Mondays can actually be very busy, but hmm. um, it wasn't Monday, so that probably helped a little bit with crowds. Um, and then yeah, it, I think the high that day was like 77 or something. So it wasn't like a crazy sweltering Florida day yeah. either. So that probably also helped. The hottest part was the walk from. Um, Hollywood Studios to Epcot. I got a little uh, warm on the way. <laughs> so Ben, would you would you ever do this again? I would. I definitely would. Actually, yeah. I think I would do it again. I would do it totally different. Like I would, I would like, uh, you know, try and do it in reverse order, or I would, I would try. I think you almost have to do that order somehow, and I guess you almost have to do it the way I did it because. At least if you're trying to maximize your efficiency with like transportation between the parks, because yeah. you, cut, I think you can really maximize your time with that walk between yeah, parks. Definitely. So you almost have to do it that way. Um, and then the monorail, it just makes sense to do Epcot and Magic Kingdom linked. Yeah. So then you're only taking one bus. And Animal Kingdom usually closes earlier, so you almost kind of have to do it that way. Yeah. Um, if I do this again, if I ever do this again, I hope it will be at a time when it's. You can park hop earlier. The yeah. park hopping at two makes it tough. Like if I could have park hopped at noon or at one, right. it would have even an extra hour would have given me like an extra hour that I would have liked at Epcot or Matt or Hollywood Studios. But yeah, I actually I would do this again. I yeah. would do this again. I don't know if it's for everyone. Um, and I think I think it, it especially if if you're going to Disney World, don't go for one day. Right. <laughs> if you have a choice, yeah. Yeah. If you have yeah, if you have a choice, don't go for one and honestly the tickets are so much more expensive to go one day versus two days versus three days. This like it true. is crazy. 
the, the more days, how much cheaper it gets. It's, but um, I mean, cheaper, yeah. less expensive. After four, after four days, the, the ticket price really drops off. And by the time right. you get to seven or eight, it's like five bucks sometimes. Yeah, you're like, why not just stick around? I mean, yeah. so because they want you to buy those Mickey pretzels. But That's right. yeah, like, would I do this again? Totally. I would love to do it again and do some kind of different variation or like instead try and do like, you know, Tower of Terror or, um, you know, do, I didn't do uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which I've never done before, you know, stuff that maybe has longer waits or Mickey and yeah, Minis, yeah. Um, you know, maybe try and do some kind of different variation of like hitting all the major rides and skipping the smaller ones and like just spending more time in line. But yeah, I would I would do this again if I only had one day. I, I don't think I would. Pro- I will probably never go back and only have one day, right. so I probably won't do it again. Right. But I would. You I never would. know when someone's gonna get married. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you're like, can you can you somehow convince like, yeah, well, if we're going there, we might as well spend like a thousand dollars to go to Disney World for like a day. <laughs> well, I really appreciate uh, you sharing this experience on the show today. Uh, it was a lot of fun talking yeah. to you. Yeah, great talking to you. So I'm gonna post the. Um, the Reddit link here in the uh, description, just because I think everyone needs to take a read on this. But if people <laughs> yeah. read through that and listen to you here and maybe want to learn more about you or see some photos from this trip, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's at uh, Ben Wagner Photos, Wagner, W-A-G-N-E-R, at Ben Wagner Photos. I'm actually a professional wedding photographer here in Seattle. So if you're getting married, also please reach out to me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm a full-time photographer, so I also took a lot of pictures on this day. Um, I My last Instagram post is a, like a highlights from my trip to Orlando. There's also a highlight Instagram stories that has probably like 90 photos from the trip. I'm definitely gonna take I think they're actually pretty good. Um, uh, yes, or if you want, t- want tips on Disneyland or Disney World photography, uh, send me an Instagram message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That that I'd love to talk to you about that stuff. Actually, yeah, you know, you invite me back. I'll I'll talk about. I have thoughts about photography at these places. <laughs> right, excellent, excellent. All right, well, Ben, once again, thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, great talk with you. Thanks again to Ben for sharing that story with us. Check out his Instagram. He's got some excellent photos on there. Uh, there's some great park photos from his his days at Universal as well as that four, four park challenge that he completed. And stay tuned here as we talk more about our own plans for a short trip. Um, maybe this August, we're looking at it. Maybe we're going to do that four park Dooney and Burke challenge. Um, and if an action-packed weekend is something you find interesting, maybe get in touch with me at easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to help you uh, plan that out. Now, here's something cool. We produced a visual story a few months back. We talked about it on episode 29. It's basically a comic book page to help your kids understand that they can't always get what they want in the parks, right? Kind of help them, and it gives them some strategies, gives you some strategies to practice before actually going to the parks. Anyway, this visual story was actually featured on disabled.com. That's diz-abled.com. And it's a great web page that I use all the time. I use it as a resource when talking to clients, when planning, when doing when doing different media things to, to get ride descriptions. The ride descriptions on this website are so thorough, especially in terms of providing sensory information. Like 
exactly what sounds you will hear, um, how loud they will be. Um, they talk about how claustrophobic different areas are, which is something, you know, you're not going to get that on the Disney website, right? So diz-able.com, yeah, our visual story got featured on this website. So uh, definitely check it out. I'll link that in the show notes uh, and definitely just check that website out because it's fantastic. You can check us out on Instagram. It's at EasyDizit. We got some reels up this week. We got some some content, some good stuff. Check it out. We're happy to have your follow. All right. Until next time, EasyDizit. <laughs>